Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Monday. Hope you all had a great weekend. I know I did. Uh, very eventful. Uh, today, probably going to keep this somewhat on the shorter side, both today and throughout the week, seeing as it is a very dead moment in the Packers slash NFL calendar. No need to belabor things, but I do want to be here each and every day for Packers fans worldwide, because that's what we do here at Cheesehead TV. And the other thing we do is give shout-outs to our good friends like the folks over at Ticket King. If you want to watch the Green Bay Packers play a game of tackle football in 2023, people, just head to CheeseheadTV.com, look at our schedule, You'll find individualized links for each and every game, home and away, preseason, regular season, every single game. You know you want to utilize a local company like Ticket King, not a national group like Ticketmaster or StubHub or SeatGeek. You want to use Ticket King. They've been based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. They have a spot directly across from Lambeau Field. Make sure you check them out if you're in the Green Bay area. Otherwise, head to CheeseheadTV.com or use our app any way you can. Help our friends at Ticket King. Because that's what that's all about. <laughs> or something. Oh, good to see everybody in the comments already mixing it up. Sorry, going early today. That may also become a regular occurrence here uh, for the balance of the summer. Uh, I have an event with my youngest daughter this evening that I have to attend. So, got to get it uh, up and out a little earlier than usual today. Good to see everybody. The one thing I wanted to talk about before we launched into questions was... Uh, you know, the, I, I often kind of peruse the national perception of the Green Bay Packers and lot, lots of previews coming out right now. If you missed it, highly recommend checking out my appearance over at the uh, Pick 6 podcast. Um, Katie Mox and Will Brinson over there at C- NFL on CBS. Great podcast that they do cover in the entire league. Uh, I was on, obviously, to help preview the Packers season. And, you know, looking around the Internet at all the previews, And uh, back in the day, I'd be piling up with NFL preview magazines, but most of those don't exist anymore. Um, You know, the perception is clearly, uh, when it comes to the offense, well, they've got all this youth, all this youth, all these young wide receivers, no wide receiver with more than a year uh, of NFL experience, all these rookie tight ends, and all the inexperience. Well, uh, have we all forgotten? And I know you guys haven't because you're diehard Packers fans, but have we all forgotten that these running backs – that wear the uniform of the Green Bay Packers, they're pretty adept at catching the football. It seems pretty clear to me that when you do have a bunch of guys with a very little NFL experience, perhaps you want to lean on the guy or guys who have done it a bit, you know? And obviously, Aaron Jones has been utilized from time to time in that regard. Um, I think it's been talked about a lot more than it's actually been done. Um, There's no doubt that they have tried to work him into the passing game in various ways, whether it is stuff traditional that you'd see from a running back out of the backfield, swing routes, maybe some angle routes, things like that. Um, but they've also utilized him as a you know, veritable wide receiver where they have split him out wide and sent him on a nine route and Aaron threw to him. So it's not like he's completely you know, forgotten or dismissed in that regard, but they do often. It seems every summer or every camp we get to a point where, oh, you know, they're going to utilize the running backs in the passing game. And what's funny is I think we talk about that a lot because when we get to camp, you see them doing a lot of installs and you see them doing all the different things that they have in their bag, so to speak. You know, they've got to install it. But it's so rare that that's a feature of a game plan. At least that was has been the case under Matt LaFleur for his first, you know, four years in, in Green Bay. 
I'm fascinated to see if both Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon come to the fore in that regard this season. I, I think, I suspect we'll see a lot more utilization of the running back in all sorts of different ways. You know, I mentioned an angle route. You know, the idea of a back coming out of the backfield and really having a choice route, right, where he gets up on a linebacker usually or sometimes a safety and has the choice, depending on the leverage of the defender, of either taking the in cut and breaking inside or, you know, cutting outside for maybe a, a short out or something like that. Um, I think we're going to see a little bit more of that, especially when it comes to Aaron Jones. And I think that can only help Jordan Love, right, especially getting into rhythm, getting him some – nothing's easy in the NFL, but some easier throws and reads and getting the ball out of his hand quickly and all of that good stuff. I think the, this offense, the way it is set up and with the amount of inexperience they have at wide receiver and tight end, seems obvious to me that Aaron Jones and to a, probably a lesser degree, A.J. Dillon, are going to have to be a major focal point of the passing game. Now, I say all of this with a monster kind of asterisk uh, caveat of there were things heading into last year that I thought were obvious as far as personnel usage, and some of that never even uh, came to the fore. So maybe it's not so obvious in the land of the NFL, but sitting on the outside looking in, seems clear to me that your best bet it is to utilize those guys as weapons in the passing game, because I think they can be. Um, and it's not to say I think they're going to turn into Jerry Rice or anything, but uh, they can certainly help your young quarterback, and I expect them to. Good to see everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Aaron Harper's here. What's up, man? Joe's here. What's up, Joe? Gary, of course Gary's here. How are you guys doing? Ben Larson, how are you, man? Uh, Aaron's, oh gosh. See, this is how deep into the offseason we are. Aaron Harper's in here talking about the weather. Uh, hey, Aaron, we finally got rain in northern Wisconsin. Go Pack Go. And remember, the Bears still suck. Well, at least you got a bear still suck in there. Uh, yeah, there's been thunderstorms throughout New York today, and I think there's going to be some more tonight. I would had kind of angled on going to the kind of Brewers-Mets game tonight, but uh, my daughter's thing, and then now rain, I'm, I'm thinking I'm not going to make the effort. I'll go tomorrow. Uh, what's going on? I'm cheering for Goodson to grab the number three running back spot. Taylor is solid, but I think Goodson has more upside. It's fun. I see this a lot, and I get it. I understand. Goodson certainly looked the part when it, when the ball was in his hand last summer, right? Whether that was training camp practices, whether that was in-game action in the preseason, but, man, the, the pass pro issue is real, you know, and, and Taylor is light years better in that regard, and that's undoubtedly why he gets more opportunities, uh, at least he did last year. And while Taylor isn't as flashy, and he certainly doesn't have the kind of explosiveness that Goodson has put on display, I understand coaching staffs wanting to stick with Taylor and making sure that when they call whatever pass play, um, you know, that block is going to get shorn up. I mean, look no further. There's a great – uh, rep from Taylor down in Miami on Christmas Day last year where he saves Rodgers Bacon and allows Aaron to hit a pass down, a big pass downfield. Um, it's a very real consideration. And I, like, I get it, man. Goodson is exciting. There is zero doubt about it. And, hey, I've told this story a million times. I'll probably be telling it the rest of my football life. You know, Brandon Jackson came into the NFL. He looked absolutely terrible in pass protection. He became the greatest pass pro block I've ever seen, blocker I've ever seen in my life at the running back spot, ever. I mean, just the ability to use his leverage, to know the scheme like the back of his hand, to always be able to 
you know, basically sort through the wash of the rush and know exactly where his guy was, where he was supposed to be to meet this guy, um, and to get under under him with his pads and stop the momentum and make sure the quarterback had a clean pocket to step up into. Yeah, Brandon was amazing, and like I said, he started just he looked lost in pass pro. I mean, both from an assignment standpoint and just the technique and strength and getting bowled over all the time. So just because a guy looks bad early his rookie year or even early on in his career doesn't mean he can't learn, doesn't mean he can't improve, and maybe that's the case with Goodson. And I'll tell you what, if Goodson does improve in that regard, yeah, he's got a pretty good shot, pretty good shot. But that is the one thing, and it's a pretty important one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Michael, thanks for Super Chat. Among Packers fans, is Lynn Dickey overrated, underrated, or appropriately rated? I think that's an interesting question. I know I put it out there what, a couple days ago that he was the player that made me fall in love with football. Um, so, I don't know, maybe I'm overrating him. I, I'm not sure. But, Michael, I think, I think he's probably properly rated because the people who remember watching him understand how good he was. Um, but, you know... It, it's not like he had a sustained level of greatness. Uh, you can't put him in the same category as Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers, which is obviously what we've gotten accustomed to here in the last 30 years. But I will say, he was a damn good quarterback. I mean, really fucking good. You know, one of the best deep ball throwers you'll ever see. Um, and it helped. You know, you had James Lofton to throw to, and they were a potent combination. Um, injuries were always going to be an issue. I mean, in real life, they are an issue still for Lynn at this moment. Um, but, you know, they clearly curtailed some of what could have been a greater career. Um, I do think, yeah, the younger set of Packers fans probably don't appreciate how good he was, but I understand it before their time. It's not like they're going back and watching those 80s Packers games on YouTube, although I highly recommend you do because some of them are really entertaining. Um, but, yeah, if you're going back and studying the past, quote-unquote, you're probably going to gravitate to Bart Starr and Lombardi's teams, right? Uh, those 80s teams, they were fun at times, but they were not good, and they lost a lot. So uh, I don't doubt for a moment that, like I said, the younger set doesn't appreciate how good he was, but I understand it, you know. I mean, you gave that – if you any at any point they had given that man a defense, that would have been a team to reckon with. But, uh, yeah, I think, like I said, I think probably appropriately. Uh, Rick Harris, that's a good point. Aaron Jones himself wasn't the best at blocking early. That's very true. Had to come along. Although, he wasn't as lost as Goodson looked last year or Brandon Jackson back in the day. I mean, he, he came in at least knowing the nuts and bolts, right? But you're right. He, he definitely needed to improve. Um, Lynn had his struggles early, but he was competent pro, but he fell off the cliff at the end. Well, that was the injuries coming to get him, right? Um, and, yeah, I would say he's more than a competent pro. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but that man, you know, most of his passing records are the records that Aaron Rodgers was breaking during his time in Green Bay. I mean, uh, he could sling it, man. Just going back and watching those games, it's incredible to see the 
kind of evolution of NFL offense and the fact that he's never in shotgun, always dropping back like 15 steps or something. And uh, the way they would toss the ball around downfield, it's so impressive. You know, deep stuff, like 25-yard in cuts, and he's hitting you know, Lofton or Jefferson on a dime or Epps or whoever, you know, Kaufman down the seam. I mean, the number of seam balls he threw that, man, we haven't seen that in Green Bay in a long time. Uh, just effortless, too. Yeah, he was impressive. Like I said, I I think I've told this story before, but when I was a kid, I had a Green Bay Packers helmet, and I would go out in the yard, and I would play football by myself. I would drop back and pretend I was, like, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers and throw it up in the air and then dive and catch it in the whole – Nine yards. And one time I was laying on the ground injured because that's what would happen from time to time with Lynn. And my mom came out and was like, Aaron, it's lunchtime. And I said, but mom, I'm injured. She was ruining the story. Good times, good times. Joe, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Jones caught 59 passes in 2022, but only 6.7 yards per carry. Too many checkdowns and poor screens as opposed to the running of the routes downfield. They weren't as successful downfield last year, There's no, no doubt about it. I know Aaron tried to hit him on a few of the go-type go things. Uh, they just weren't in sync in that regard. Um, so I, I do not doubt for a moment that it's part of it, right? Um, I also think, to your point, they really like that kind of quick screen game, the run solution, as I like to call it. Sometimes they'll run it to a wide receiver. Sometimes they'll run it to the back. Um, you know, I think it's the nature of the position sometimes. You know, you're you're obviously going to be utilized a little bit differently than you would be as a wide receiver. Here's hoping that they do utilize him a little bit more like a wide receiver in some instances. It's not like that they have to do that every play or anything like that, but uh, I think he he can offer a lot more if they do so. Uh, <laughs> Nathan, God forbid the Packers aren't very good over the next few years and end up with a top two pick. Top two? How bad do you expect them to be, Nathan? Uh, do you see them taking a QB with said pick? I mean, there's a lot of uh, what-ifs there. I mean, presumably, if they're terrible enough to get the second pick, uh, it's probably because Jordan Love ain't playing too well. So, yeah, good chance. I mean, it depends who's available, though. Just because you have the second pick doesn't mean there's going to be a quarterback available. I mean, it might be one of those years where, oh, hey, look at these two stud outside backers, edge rushers, or there's two stud offensive linemen. You know, you never know. I mean, Maybe there's a quarterback worth taking it to, but we're talking about a mythical draft a few years in the future. I can't even get to camp soon enough, let alone talk about a draft that's going to take place five years from now. Mimsy, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Mark Murphy should have booked the Eras Tour as a draft weekend dry run. What a waste to have that event at U.S. Bank Stadium. I, w- I do wonder if they tried. I do wonder if they tried to get uh, any major kind of road act, whether Taylor Swift or anybody else, up into Lambeau this summer. I mean, uh, it's been a while since they had a major kind of concert. I know the Titletown stuff notwithstanding. Um, but I do think, you know, the construction's still going on and things of that nature. I'm not surprised. Um, but, yeah, U.S. Bank Stadium being sullied, you know, or sullying the great uh, name of Taylor Swift is unfortunate. No doubt about it. Coco Mike, what's up? Hello, everyone from Greece. How are you? Love your lives, Aaron. Thank you so much. Usually I am watching them afterwards because it's late when you go live here, but I love your channel. As always, Go Pack Go. Thank you so much. One hour makes all the difference, huh? Uh, that's amazing that you're watching from Greece. Thank you so much. Packers fans worldwide, that's what we're all about. Thanks for checking in, man. Matt says the Packers are going to win the division. Well, Matt, if they do that, it's going to ruin Nathan's whole idea here. 
that they stink and they're going to have a top two pick. I'm kidding. I kid. I jest a little bit. Justin, thanks for the super chat. Will Corey attend Wisconsin versus Notre Dame in 2026? Um, if by attend you mean sit in his house, then yes. Uh, you know, he didn't go to the soccer game. I don't. He didn't go to LSU, Wisconsin. I don't think he's going to Notre Dame, Wisconsin. Uh, but he'll enjoy the vibe. And it is dope. I mean, that, uh, that weekend when uh, LSU was in town, the vibes were high. And Corey enjoyed every moment. Uh, what else we got here? Hey, Nags, congrats to me. I just received my season tickets after 30 years of waiting. Going to retire to Green Bay from Jersey. George, that is awesome. Congratulations, man. That reminds me, this summer I have to check to see where I am. I think I'm like at 15,000 or 20,000 or something like that. Dude, that is so great. I'm so happy for you. Oh, man, that has got to be just the most amazing feeling. And the fact that you're going to retire from Jersey, from the swamps, into God's country, that's great, man. Congratulations. Really, really happy for you. Ooh, Lucas, good question. You think Vikings keep cousins after this year? Man, you know, it's a tricky one. Probably not. But I could see a case either way. Um, we'll see where they finish, you know, what they think might be available in the draft and or free agency. But, yeah, I suspect, you know, new GM has got to find his guy, right? Good chance they want to move on. But, again, there's going to be a lot in play to make that uh, decision. All right, everybody, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go. <laughs>